welcome to the first ever episode of the Crypto Shark Podcast by Fintech Crypto News with your host, Cheryl Russell. We've got a lot packed into this first episode, so let's get into it. This past week, the Winklevoss twins backed a self-regulating body for digital assets. They've launched the VCA, or the Virtual Commodity Association, a proposal that has been around since March of 2013. The initial proposal outlined what the VCA is exactly. Cameron Winklevoss outlined the nature of the organization in a post, saying that the VCA is an industry-sponsored self-regulatory organization for the U.S. virtual currency industry, specifically virtual commodity exchanges and custodians. The VCA will be a nonprofit, independent regulatory organization that doesn't operate any markets, won't be a trade association, and will not provide regulatory programs for security tokens or security token platforms. Additionally, the VCA will be in compliance with global standards and best practices for self-regulating organizations. Now, according to the Winklevoss twins, any virtual commodities trading platform and over-the-counter trading platform can be a member of the association. The VCA will only be available to U.S. participants and will be governed by a board of members. These board of members will include a certain number of independent directors, which will be funded by member fees. A press release by the VCA on the 20th announced that the initial members will include U.S.-based crypto exchanges Bitstamp, Bitflyer, Bitrex, and of course the Winklevoss's own Gemini Trust Company. In a time where crypto trading is seeing a lot of negativity in terms of regulation as well as speculative trading, the VCA might be just the right kind of organization that crypto exchanges need. The past couple of weeks has seen an incredibly depressing turn uh, of events where the prices of Bitcoin and other top currencies has plummeted. There was a brief respite, but Bitcoin prices are holding firmly at the 6,000 to 7,000 USD range. There are a number of other countries that could follow suit in establishing a self-regulating body. We can only see this as a positive step towards allowing an increasing number of people to adopt trading and investing in digital assets. other news, Venezuela has pegged the Bolivar to the Petro in an effort to combat hyperinflation in the country. So how did we get to this point? To begin, Venezuela's economy almost solely depended on the export of oil. 95% of the country's income depended on this export. As long as the prices of oil were high, Venezuela was doing well. So under the leadership of Hugo Chavez, the socialist government had launched many programs and initiatives to help reduce the inequality. So numerous programs for housing and subsidies in the form of price caps on flour, cooking oil, and other staple products was introduced. But in 2014, oil prices dropped because of lesser demand. Countries like China and Russia had been growing and expanding their economies till 2010 and drove the prices of oil up. So to combat these rising prices of oil, countries like the U.S. began tapping into their own reserves. What followed in 2014 was a sharp decline in oil prices because growth slowed in China, but the supply had increased. So this oversupply and declining demand caused an economic crisis in Venezuela. So to support the falling Bolivar, Venezuela launched Petro, 
a cryptocurrency that was to be backed by the country's oil, mineral, and diamond reserves. The currency was meant to circumvent sanctions placed by the U.S. and allow international funding to come into the country through its cryptocurrency token sale. However, inflation in Venezuela has reached uh, 82,766% as of July 2018. In a bold move to tackle the hyperinflation, Chavez's hand-picked successor, President Maduro, announced that the sovereign Bolivar would now be tied to the cryptocurrency Petro. He assured Venezuelan citizens in a speech that this new mechanism will fix the crisis Venezuela finds itself in. Vamos a establecer un solo tipo de cambio fluctuante, anclado al Petro, y fluctuará también con lo que va a ser el mecanismo económico de anclaje recuperador del Petro. El, los mecanismos de fijación del dólar, de su precio, con el nuevo sistema de anclaje al petro y de su fluctuación. He says we are going to establish a single floating exchange rate that is anchored to the petro. It will fluctuate with the economic mechanism of the petro, the mechanism that fixes the price of the dollar and the new anchor system of the petro and its fluctuation. In response to the move, however, critics around the world have said that uh, the Petro token itself is a worthless coin and will not have any traction in the global market. first episode, we wanted to talk a little bit about why blockchain technology and cryptocurrency is really such a big deal. So the concept of blockchain technology itself, um, I think the best example that I've heard so far is one where decentralization occurs. So imagine if uh, you were shipwrecked with a bunch of other people and you were on an island and there are two ways that you could decide you know, how to find shelter or to find food or who's in charge. Um, so either you, you pick someone in the group and you say that they're going to be in charge of all decisions and then you follow whatever they say, or you kind of take up a voting system where each of you uh, gets to cast a vote on all decisions and then uh, whatever decision has the majority votes behind it, um, that decision is executed. So that's essentially what uh, blockchain technology um comprises of. Uh, it's a consensus between all participants on a network. All right, but blockchain technology relies on cryptographic proof and mathematical principles rather than basic trust. So with blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies, two willing parties can transact directly without having to trust a third party. The idea behind it creates a system where the platform regulates itself without anyone having to oversee transactions or the sharing of information um, through the participants of the network itself. So although all transactions on any blockchain network are recorded and timestamped, the technology uses this transparency to ensure complete security. So while the transactions are publicly recorded, the essence of HIT is hidden from the public eye. No one on the network will be able to view the origin of a transaction, but just that only a transaction of a particular amount is being made. 
you wouldn't have to worry about scrutiny on microtransactions. Um, and on this case, typical banks are far away from adopting such a system. In other words, cryptocurrencies were invented to develop a peer-to-peer -peer network for fund transfers to avoid having to rely on a centralized uh, entity. So if there's no central entity to produce and distribute the currencies, how do the digital currencies get produced and distributed? Through a process called mining. So mining is the process of solving complex mathematical codes to unlock a unit of digital currency. In addition, the cracked code is tested by the network to ensure validity, and that is really the process of consensus. This distributed nature of the technology keeps everyone honest and the process decentralized. The process of mining ensures that whatever cryptocurrencies are generated, they're done so publicly and are open to public scrutiny. But currency is simply just the first application of blockchain technology. The technology has simply provided us with a basic platform to build more applications and users for the real world. So what we wanted to do next was highlight um, a new blockchain or crypto product uh, that's been around and uh, deserves a little bit of attention. Uh, so wallets are becoming more and more popular with uh, people buying uh, either cold storage wallets or opting for uh, other security measures to protect their crypto uh, keys as well as their crypto and digital assets and even other sensitive documents and information. Uh, so one such product that we came across was Goldilock. Uh, so Goldilock is aiming to change the way that data is stored and secured across the internet. So its innovations allow for individuals and institutions to secure digital assets in storage that are physically disconnected from the internet until the moment the, the owner decides that they want to connect it to the internet for an intended purpose. So the backbone of Goldilocks security suite is a patent-pending, remotely-activated, air-gap security solution uh, that is toggled by a non-IP command. So this will enable a robust cryptocurrency key custody and storage of other sensitive digital assets. Goldilocks seems to be the perfect mix of a cold storage wallet and a hot wallet that is always connected to the internet. So Goldilocks Explainer video positions their wallet as a perfect mixture of both that makes crypto keys or any other sensitive information accessible at a moment's notice, but otherwise keeps this information out of reach of hackers and uh, the rest of the connected world. Our crypto word for the day is shill. Uh, so shill is the act of unsolicited endorsing of your coin in public. So traders who bought a coin uh, might have an interest in shilling the coin in hopes of igniting the public's interest in that particular coin and driving prices up and then uh, kind of reaping the benefits of those prices. Um, so shill. Shill is the crypto word of the day.
is an online publication that covers news and other developments in the fintech, blockchain, and cryptocurrency industry. You can email us with questions at thecryptosharkpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening. This has been The Crypto Shark with Cheryl Russell. And like real sharks, keep swimming forward.